Hello, Fast Family, and welcome to Quarter Mile at a Time. The only Fast and Furious podcast where we draft a cast making up, uh, comprised of the characters from every Fast property. I'm Nick Lathan. <laughs> and I'm Rip Camalucci. And as uh, Rip's long-ass winded... Uh, Description of the podcast goes, this episode we're doing a uh, fast film fantasy draft. I had nothing to reference. I there's This is all of them. I had nothing to reference, though. Hey, you know what? You did a lot better than I could have. Uh, and I didn't want to just open up with what I hope the title of this episode is, which should be Tokyo Draft. Oh, fuck. That's so good. Yeah, that's that's the title of this episode. So Good. <laughs> all right, bye. But goodbye, writing this down. Came, yep, we came here to title an episode and not actually do it. Yep. Shortest episode ever, a minute 30 seconds, with the outro. Lock uh, it. <clears throat> so, uh, this episode's a draft in which I, Nick Lathan, uh, wrote, wrote down every uh, character I could think of uh, on a spreadsheet, and we're going to make uh, some fast films. So, you're leaving this episode... With two movies that are gonna happen because guess what, um, they need movies in the Fast franchise. Even though they say they're gonna stop it with twelve. Bullshit! S- I believe it when it happens. Um, unless unless they do something, I would love, which would be to end the series. And then immediately just start the series over again. They've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> they had Tokyo Drift, and then you're like, you know what? No, we're bringing we're bringing the band back together. Except like it's straight up. They they just started from the very beginning. They're the same movies, the same scripts, mm-hmm. different casts. Yeah, um, different sandwiches. Uh, it's not tuna this time. It's chicken salad. That's okay. So that's the one caveat: is every single movie they have to make one small change. Yeah. And if you uh, uh, recognize every small change by the end of the run, uh, you get a role in the next series. Yeah. Of films, we're we're just gonna James Bond this shit. So like, I don't know if it'll be the same characters, but it's just new actors. Yes, I'm saying every single thing is the same. Yeah. The characters, the script, literally shot for everything is shot for shot except for the actors. Oh, could you? All the actors are different and one small detail such as chicken salad from tuna salad. You know what? It's funny is that people will pay money to see all that. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> Get us in the Google Doc. God damn it. I recently um, watched, uh, instead of the Super Bowl, which was this past weekend... Uh, I watched a double feature of Mad Max Fear Road and Babe, Pig in the City, both directed uh, by the same good, person, George good Miller. George Miller double feature. Yeah. And um, you should have thrown a little surfs up in there, too. Yeah. But uh, well, did he do that or did he do Happy Feet? No, he did Happy Feet. That's right. Yeah. But he, uh, I forgot what else, more mature than thought was going. Oh, my God. Oh, Universal. Uh was like made Babe Pig in the City, and uh, like one of the heads of Universal said the two wor- one of the two worst movies they ever made was uh, Babe Pig in the City. 
I forget what the other movie was. But yeah, I'm here to tell you it's pretty bad. But I edited a scene. Uh, it's, of course, a dog who uh, is biting. Uh, have you seen Babe Pig in the City? Man, I can't say that I have. <laughs> You're lucky. But there's a scene in which a dog uh, bites somebody's coat and the dog is like handicapped, so he has like wheels, like in the like uh, to, he, he walks on his front uh, legs mm-hmm. and has a little wheelchair thing. So he's grabbing onto this coat that's stuck in a door, and a truck's driving away and it's dragging him, and like his wheels are going, he's on his wheels or whatever, like biting the coat or whatever. So what I did was I re-edited that scene to include music from Mad Max Fury Road, and I'm here to tell you, it fits perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that was a long walk, but, uh, I hope, I I trust that it'll be worth it when I finally see this clip. It's great. I'm going to put it on the Instagram. What? Uh, so first order of business, I got to ask you, speaking of Super Bowl, did you watch the quote unquote big game spot for F9? I didn't catch it. Okay. It's on. I like, I watched the whole thing. I watched that entire dumpster fire of a fucking game. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and including all the commercials, and I did not see it. Well, first of all, we got a shitload of uh, new footage, including them using a magnet to launch a car through a store. Mm. Smells like uh, we got to do another episode. Yeah, and a trailer breakdown episode of yeah. a thirty-second episode. Like, but uh, Justin Lin on Twitter uh, posted a breakdown of them doing that stunt, and it took like eight months to plan. And, like, they wreck four cars doing just this one stunt. But it looks pretty cool. Well, because it was involving magnets, and do you know why it took so long? Why? Because they hired the ICP to run their stunts. I fucking knew that's where you were going with this bullshit. Yeah, you should have just guessed it then. Yeah, I should have. Take Take the wind out of my sails when you see me sailing right into the fucking rocks. Okay, I will. <laughs> Are we doing this? And you'll just Tokyo adrift into those rocks and you'll die. Oh okay. All right. So okay. how does a draft work? Because I have I have this is this listener, this is what I have. And Rip knows because he's looking at the spreadsheet too. We're able to pick two main characters for this movie. And usually we know the the, the main duo is usually Dom and Brian. That's usually the main two. And in case of Hobbs and Shots, Hobbs and Shots. So it's your two mains. And then you got your crew, which we can pick three crew members. We got our tech person. We got our villain. We got the henchman. We got a government agent of some sort. And then we have a small cameo because each one of these fucking movies has got a cameo. Yep. Now, I didn't put a car category because there's way too many fucking cars. And there, there, we're, there are the iconic cars that are in these films, yeah. and, and that's obvious, as there are plenty of Fast and Furious Hot Wheels in <laughs> stores, even to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not, we're not gearheads, despite being such big fans of this franchise. Yeah, we're there for the characters, for the family. Thank you. Yes, and so. Uh... I guess what we'll do is we'll do a draft. Obviously, that's what this episode is about. And then we'll take a little break. And then we'll come up with plots for these movies. Is that a good idea? Uh, 
That sounds good to me. Some quick questions. Uh-huh. Uh, so there are a couple requirements for categories uh, that you just broke down. Uh, we got to have two main characters and three members of our crew. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to result in 10 rounds total. Wow. And um, one quick question. Uh, or two quick questions. Um, one, is it just going to be an open field to, for each round? Like we could just pick whoever we want? Or is each round like this is the main character round? This is the crew round? No, I think you can pick whatever you want. I, I like it. I think I came up with earlier uh, on the way home was a wild card category. Okay. In which you can sub out any of these any of these categories with a character from another franchise. Like another movie. So like you, if you fucking want James Bond in your movie, let's put James Bond in this movie. How do you feel about that? I'm not wild about it because it's too it's too wild. I think it's too wild because I could draft a xenomorph. You know? No, no, no. Uh, it has to. It has to be a human. Okay. This is a rule. Still from all of film history. And they can't be. Uh, well, they have to fit in with these cat. The category you're gonna do. You know what I mean? Mm. Do you not like this? I don't know. Are you saying? Know. Here's the thing. I don't even think that I would use it, even if we did do it. So honestly, let's go ahead. I'm. Pr- I. I may abstain unless I'm struck with. With uh, inspiration, I because I've been here's the thing I've been thinking about this spreadsheet and this this field to draft from for a while now. Because you sent this, you put this together, and you sent this weeks ago. Yeah, and this is what I've been thinking about and obsessing over. So if you want to go ahead and do that, by all means, knock yourself out. I may. We'll see. If 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 I'm if it just so happens to work out for me, but I am very committed personally to this. All right. I only did it because I just want to use one character from a specific movie to be the fast franchise because I feel like they would fit right in. What was it you cut out for a little bit there? What what was that you said? I feel like this character would fit right into the fast franchise. That that you have in mind? That I have in mind from a wild card. All right. Okay. Come on, Rip. Pick a wild card. Wait. So you have to pick them to put into the field ahead of time, or are we going to surprise each other? Surprise each other. Just use one. Right. So we'll do. Uh, you know what? We don't. We can use it, or we don't have to. I don't know. I may use. It's it. on the table. May it's not. on the table. You use it. Great. It's out there. It's listeners, out there, all right. Listeners are probably like, Rip has no imagination. He can't think of one person from another movie he would want in the Fast Saga. I'm sorry. I've just been... I've been... playing in this sandbox that you've given me. And now at the last minute, you tell me I can, I can steal some other kid's toy and have him... Trust me, I love doing that shit. Peter Venkman was my intercontinental champion for most of my my childhood. All right. Oh man, my wild car is the Ecto One, driven by Dominic Toretto. <laughs> he would hate that car. Let's imagine like a plot of a movie taking place at the Universal Backlot Tour, and like so you got like you got Decker Shaw driving a DeLorean. 
Anyway. Um, oh, I forgot. One last. I forgot okay. to say in their categories, I added as both the Fast Saga, Hobbs and Shaw, and Spy Racers. Yeah, so it's every every media property that there's been Fast Furious content. For. Yeah, but since we've only watched the first season of Spy Racers, it's only first season characters. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, as we've cleared up earlier, uh, once a character is off the board uh, for one category, they are off the board completely. Um, and I feel like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, ju- I'm just reiterating for the listener. Oh, okay. Uh, and then my last question was going to be son of a Bitch, what was that going to be? You threw me off with your wild card, Nick. Sorry. You didn't write down your questions? It just I just had the question when I was coming up with it. Right I now. shall let the listener know that multiple people are in multiple categories that we'll uh, list off later. Oh, that was my question. Uh, draft order-wise, are we going to go uh, you, me, you, me, or are we going to go snake to where, say, you're the number one pick. Mm-hmm. We'll go you, me, me, you, you, me, me, you, you, me, me. And then I'd be the last one, which is the last pick. Um, Yeah, let's do snake style. Okay. And you want to flip a coin to see who goes first? Uh, Sure. I'll get Siri to flip a coin. Hey, Siri, flip a coin, please. Oh, wait. You got to call it. I forgot about that. Uh, Heads or tails, Rip? Heads. Flip a coin, please. Heads. Oh, there you go. Heads. You got it. Wow. Heads never leads. Hold up. I got got to thank Sarah real quick. Thank you for your cooperation. No sweat. Oh, no sweat. Mm. I need you to say no problemo like uh, Terminator. All right. Any more questions? Nope. I'm ready to go. Okay. So rip. All right. Here's the categories. Uh, main. We get to pick two. Uh, it's Dominic Toretto, Brian O'Connor, Sean Boswell from Tokyo Drift, Luke Hobbs, Deckard Shaw, and Tony Toretto. And then for crew, we have Letty Ortiz. Uh, Mia Toretto, Roman Pierce, Han Lu, which, by the way, I didn't know that was Han's last name until I looked it up. Uh, Leo and Santos, they're a pair. They come together <laughs> from um, f- what, the beginning of Fast and Furious and Fast Five. Giselle Yashar, see, didn't know her last name until I looked it up. We got uh, Magdalene Shaw, a.k.a. Dame Helen Mirren. We got Hattie Shaw, Madam M, Echo Pearl, Cisco Ronaldo and Layla Gray, which those last three, of course, are Spy Race's characters. For tech, we got Tedge Parker, Ramsey, Jonah Hobbs, and Frosty Benson. Again, I'm just finding out that's how you spell Frosty's name with two E's. Did you know this? I feel like I probably saw it on IMDb, but it didn't stick. Okay. All right, for villain category, we got Johnny Tran, Carter Verone, uh, DK, Drift King, 
Arturo Braga, which I didn't know that was Braga's first name, uh, Hernan Reyes, Owen Shaw, Deckard Shaw, uh, Mose Gigande, Gigande, Cypher, Brixton Lore, Jacob Toretto, and Adam Shifter, which I, I spelled Shifter wrong. I didn't put any ones or threes in there. <laughs> For henchmen, we got... um, A.K.A. Sashi. Yeah, Shashashi from Tokyo Drift. Not Tokyo Drift, sorry. From um, Spy Racers. Spy Racers. Um, For Henchmen, we got Lance from... That's Johnny Tran's guy. Enrique and Roberto. Oh, those are the two uh, Jokers from Too Fast, right? Um, We got Morimoto. Oh, that's the guy from um, Westworld. Which you haven't seen Tokyo Drift, so you wouldn't know who he was. But just know he's in Westworld. Anyway, uh, Phoenix uh, Calderon. Wait, what? Oh, Verone. Never mind. Whatever. We got ZZ from Fast Five, I want to say. And then, guess what? Spoiler alert Agent Riley Hicks from Furious Six. And then, I didn't know that Ronda Rousey's character's name was Kara hmm. from Furious Seven. And then Connor Rose from Fate. It's almost like it didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and then for government, we have uh, Agent Bilkins from the first two movies. He's the FBI guy. Um, Monaco Fuentes, Agent Stasiak from Fast and Furious. Then we got Luke Hobbs, Elena. And then we got Mr. Nobody, Little Nobody, Hattie Shaw, Victor Locke, and Ms. Nowhere and Gary. They come as a pair because you can't have... Yeah, got to. And then for cameo, we got Hector, Edwin, <laughs> Sergeant Tanner, a.k.a. Ted Levine, uh, Suki, Orange Julius, Slapjack, which I didn't know his that character's name was Slapjack. He's played by Michael Man, Elon. I, uh, there's a wrestler now called Slapjack. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was, I had to do a double take. <laughs> and then we got, who the, who's Jimmy. Oh, he's the other guy in Too Fast, right? I'm going to be honest. Neither one of us is probably going to draft Jimmy. Okay, uh, Twinkie from Tokyo Drift. Then Neela. Leo Santos again. They come as a pair. Magdalene Shaw. Of course, uh, Agent Dinkley, played by uh, Kevin Hart. The Hobbs Brothers. And, of course, everybody's favorite ex-roadie, current security expert, Rusty, from Tokyo Drift. It's a good field. It's a strong field to draft from. Yeah. So, by the way, if you're like, who the fuck are all these people from Spy Racers that you love, we love so much, listen to the Patreon where we go over those episodes and talk about how much we love these characters and whatnot. You'll know about their backstories just by what we've made up about them. So, Rip. Yes, sir. Who are you going to draft first? With the number one pick in the first ever Fast and Furious family draft, cast draft, Rip Camelucci selects Dominic Toretto. Oh, Wow. He's the heart and soul. He's the, the the spine of the franchise. He's uh, he's where it begins and where it ends. So I had to I had to go with Dom. 
Yeah. The number one pick. Of course. That's I, pretty- I, If there was one reason I was not going to take Dom at number one is because it would be too obvious. But sometimes it's just, that's just what has to fucking happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just has to happen. So with the snake draft, is it my go? Yeah, it would be your turn the next two times. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. So and then I go twice next time. Oh, wow. It kind of works a little. It makes a little more sense when there's more than two people doing it. But yeah, we can. I we, know it's not too late. We could switch it to ping pong, to where we go back and forth. No, I'm good. I, I want to do two. All right. So looking at this list, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go ahead and pick my government agent because I really like this guy and I need him. You love him. You see him on every single HBO show ever. I'm talking Shea Wiggum as Agent Stasiak. Nick, it's your number one pick, man. I'm sorry. I got to go with him. You didn't think he'd be there later on? No, I didn't. Love him. Love that man. I love him, too. Uh... Uh, strong choice. I love a strong choice. Strong choice. I love a strong choice. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Who, who am I going with next? I should probably pick my main guy. I, Rip has put so much thought into this. I have put zero thought into this. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just picking wildly. All right. And and because you're doing that, you're gonna probably ruin a lot of things for me. You're probably going to fuck this up so much for me. I'm going to get so upset. Um, I don't know. I may do this. Huh. Let's see. My main person. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Two government boys. I'm going to go with Luke Hobbs. Is this as your main character? Yes, this is my main character. Uh, that's a that's a good choice. Um, it's still pretty curious to have taken to have taken Shea Wiggum over Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> but you know what? Let's throw Shea a bone. Rip, you know me, right? You know that I would pick Shea Wiggum over Dwayne Johnson every time. I, I know you would. <laughs> I would love to try and explain that to anyone else. If I if I if I could, I'd make a Stasiak short film. Would you imagine how great that would be? Just him getting. That would be excellent. Oh, it'd be great. Him getting his nose broken again. All right, next two are mine. Okay, all right. I didn't think I wasn't expecting to get out of the first round into the second round with Hobbs still on the table. So I'm I'm all right with that. I'm good here. Okay, I'm good. I'm going to go and draft because in my opinion, they're one of the best villains in the series so far. And I'm going to go ahead and draft Cypher. Okay. I feel like I'm going mostly chalk in this draft and not being super creative, but you're more than making up for it. (laughs) And because of that, I, for my next pick, 
in the beginning of the third round, I am going to select... As my second main character, I'm going to go ahead and select Dominic's... What was it again? Is Tony his nephew or his cousin? It's his cousin. You there? Yeah, it's his cousin. Cousin. Dominic's little cousin, Tony Toretto. Really? I like... Okay, I like this. This is this is going... We're finally going to find out about that bird at the ant's house. Listen We're to going to the- learn about the bird. Well, I don't want to give any plot away. I don't want to give, any, I don't want to give anything away. We'll wait till the end. But, you know, there is going to actually be an on-screen family dynamic. Good. I like this. I like this a lot. This is pretty good. So this is my turn? Yeah, next to where you turn. Okay. <sighs> okay. I feel like, uh, shit. Okay, this is very hard. I don't know if I should go with villain or crew because neither one of us have touched crew yet. Crew, tech, and henchmen and cameos have, have yet to be touched. And henchmen. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Let's see. That's what this podcast is going to be a lot of uh, us thinking in silence. Um, and you, if, it, if it goes too long, I'm gonna put you on the clock. Yeah, and you yell ten seconds to make a make a, cho- a choice here. All right, so oh, fuck. Okay, um, I feel like uh, this next pick is gonna add some. Uh, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like these two should go together. I'm, I'm thinking about Luke Hobbs. And I'm looking at Agent Stasiak, who, which that's with the FBI. Mm-hmm. And the FBI, and who's dealt with the FBI in the past. I'm going to go with Crew, and I'm going to pick Roman Pierce. Fuck. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. God, that was my comic relief, you bastard. Yeah, that's my, he's, guess what? Him and Hobbs jabbing with each other is going to be great in my movie. I apologize. I don't want to rub it in your face, but no, that's that's the whole point of this. That's that's the whole point here. Yeah, is to piss each other off. I'm kidding. No, we're not going to do that. See, this is you. I mean, trust me. Podswoggle has done so many drafts where I have infuriated Mullet (laughs) that this is this is the best way to do it is to just (laughs) absolutely piss each other off. So go ahead, you motherfucker. Take your next pick. Oh, okay. Roman Pierce, you son of a bitch. Um, hmm. Man, okay. Should I go tech? Next? Or should I go villain? And just for the listener, tech is the thinnest category with only four people in it. Yeah, and like what tech... Villain is tied for the second most available. Let's see. Um, should I go crew? Should I go another main character? Because you got your two mains. Oh, your two mains are locked, so I'm not worried about that category. Um, hmm. Let's see. 
Clock. Uh, oh, seconds. I'm going to go with villain and I'm going to go. You're like, what, Nick? And you're like, yeah, I know I talked shit about him in the past, but I'm going to go with Arturo Braga. Wow. Yeah. That is genuinely surprising. Yeah. Wow. Because you've talked mad shit about Braga. I've talked mad shit about the twist of Braga being the actual, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. But like Braga as a villain, he was pretty damn good. But I just didn't like that twist. All right, my turn. Coming up next. God, we really got to pick three crew members. I mean, it makes sense numbers wise. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I asked you, because I was like, are we making a spinoff movie or a fast movie? And if it was a spinoff movie, we could only pick one crew member. But since it's... No, I like I like the challenge. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, it's just, there's like, you don't want to let too many get away. Yeah. I'm going to go with... <clears throat> okay. Okay. I'm going to go with my... Uh, it That is an interesting wrinkle. Because if somebody like already fills up one, you don't have to worry about it. Well, with the crew? With uh, with the other categories. Yeah. Uh, like, we're both up full up on villains now. Yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting. And like I said, you've already picked two of your mains. So I got... I got free reign. Exactly. I got three guys exactly. I could go with. And you already picked your government, so I can. I got all those to pick yeah. from as well. Hmm. Okay. Uh, in that case, I am going to pick Letty. Okay. Um. Again, just like, I, you know. Strong character, tends to be a little forgetful, so that could be a, a problem, but, uh, <laughs> you know, still, like, a backbone of the franchise. And then, for my next pick, I'm going to stick with Crew, and I'm going to select Layla Gray. Okay, I like this. Character that's proven themselves to be uh, more than capable at handling their shit. Um... You know, get a little bit of uh, uh, geographical, uh, uh, you know, mix it up a yeah. little bit. Again, we've we've talked. There's not a lot of southern characters in the franchise, so yeah, bringing that into my film, I like. Yeah, it. Layla Gray from Spy Racers, first Spy Racer, or no, second Spy Racer, because you get. Oh yes, I also like what I did here, Letty and Dom and Tony and Layla. Yeah, I figured that's why you did that. <clears throat> yep, that's totally why I did that. Okay. Well, now it's my pick, and uh, on with the uh, going with the spy racers. Continuing with those characters, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick my cameo, and I'm gonna go with my man Rusty. <laughs> I'm so glad you took Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be great, and um. Let's see. This is about to end real quick because we're like. 
I was going to say, do you want to extend some of these other uh, categories by like one? Like we could pick like one more villain and, and like one more villain, one more government agent and one more cameo. Yeah. One more villain government agent. Okay, yeah, one yeah. more villain, one more government agent, one more cameo. Well, with the villain, that might be too much because you got the henchman category. So you got the henchman category. What we could do is, this is what we can do: do two henchmen, <clears throat> but you have your main, your main heavy, okay, your your villain, and then you have whoever else is in the villain category. They could be the second henchman. You have that option. Okay. So two henchmen, and then whoever you know is left over. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, do two cameos, which uh, I charge fifty bucks per cameo. Just let everybody know if you want me to wish you happy birthday. I'm on cameo. J.K. Not on cameo. And two government agents. You said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. In that case. Since we're and okay, so so our main we're good. We're not going to change those numbers. We're just changing henchman, government, and cameo. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. All right. So if that's the case, huh? This adds a. Uh, Let's add some stuff. Okay. A little more spicy now. A little more spicy. Yeah. Hmm. You just picked Rusty, right? Yes, I did. So I got... It's okay. my pick now again. Um... <laughs> Let's see. You know what? For gov- I'm going to pick another government agent. Add a little bit more humor to the franchise because I want to see this character interact with Roman. But I'm going to go with Victor Locke, played by Ryan Reynolds in Hobbs and Shaw. Good, play- good, good pick. Good pick. All right, I'm on the clock now, two back-to-back. Now that we have opened this up a little bit more, uh, I'm going to go with, and I honestly thought this is, well, you already just filled up your government, so I can I can chill on that. Yeah. Now. Um, all right, that's fine by me. Uh, I will go ahead, and I got my villain, and now I can have up to two henchmen, and the villains also count as henchmen, right? Yes. All right. Uh, I am going to go with, because I think they'd probably make a better henchman. They'd be like a super henchman. Yeah. Huh? If you know what I mean. Uh, I'm going to go with Brixton Lore. Ooh. Pretty nice. I feel good about that. Now, Jacob Toretto is on this list, and we don't know what the fuck he's capable of. Because True. he's an F9. I'll let us know he's, he may, he's a master. He may have... The this the the fucking Brixton lore I- implants. Yeah. We I, well, one thing we know is that uh, he's jealous of Dom and that he's a master thief. Those are the two he's things so we know jealous. about him. Uh, I'm gonna go with 
<laughs> I'm gonna go with my first cameo. Okay. And I am going to take because I'm assuming. So when you say Hobbs brothers, yeah, the three brothers, including Roman Reigns. Yes, I'm taking the Hobbs brothers, baby. Okay. They have ma- <laughs> they have very minor roles, very minor. They have very minor roles, but here's the thing, man. If you've been watching. SmackDown, since the later half of the summer, since SummerSlam, you know that Roman Reigns has reached another level with his acting skills. <laughs> That's good. And and I might just take full advantage of that. So no more uh, yelling as his dialogue. It's not just ooh-ah anymore. Yeah. It's a lot of recognize me as your tribal chief. You saying ooh-ah... Made me think of the song Welcome to the Pleasure Dome by Frankie Goes to Hollywood, which in turn makes me think a thing. I'm going to say something positive about Wonder Woman 1984 real quick. That movie was garbage. But they did a good job of not playing too much 80s music because that's what a lot of films do that take place in periods, especially the 80s, is that they play a lot of songs from that era. And they tend to overpower a score, but they went more with the score than they went with licensed music. Wonder Woman 84 showing restraint in one area. Yeah, that's the only area they fuck. All right. All right. My pick, wild car, going to be Pedro Pascal. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So is it my pick? Yep. All Two right. picks for you. Two picks for me. Um, oh. Hmm. Got lock. You know, I could do something right now, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something else. Um, for, fuck, no. That's not good. I'm going to pick another crew member. And I'm going to go with Hattie Shaw. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, good pick. I've been watching The Crown lately, mm-hmm. so that's even that's even a better pick. I haven't watched The Crown. <laughs> it's it's a, a well done show. A lot of good actors on it. Okay, including Vanessa Kirby. All right, so. Is it my yeah, it's my pick again. Yeah, it's your turn. You need one more crew member, one more main character. You need a tech. You need a henchman. Two henchmen. Yeah. And another um, cameo. And another cameo. Um, for tech, I'm gonna pick Ramsey. Okay. Okay. Um I'm gonna be honest. That was uh, uh, not someone I was going to pick. As much as I like the character. Well, she wasn't she's, on my draft board. She seems like the smartest uh, tech person. So I went with the smartest tech person. And plus, I feel like my film needs more women. 
Well, that's uh, not the second part, but the first part with the smartest tech person. That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> uh, that's just like your, your opinion, man. And your next pick? Oh, that, that was my, that was my oh, second no, that pick. Oh, no, you're right. Turn. That was your second pick. All right. Then fine. I'm going to go ahead and pick who I think the smartest one, uh, honestly, in the entire franchise. And they're so young that the ceiling is even higher for them to learn more. I'm going to go with Frosty Benson. There you go. As my tech person. I'm picking all. I'm very spy racer heavy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Um, but you know, if you watch Spy Racers, you know that uh, Frosty Benson might be the smartest person in the entire uh, Fast universe. And both of us, mind you, passed on getting in early on that Tej Tech IPO. <laughs> <coughs> Tej undrafted. Wow. Uh, for my next, uh, my next pick, I am gonna go. Hmm. Oh boy. I'm. I'm torn on my henchman, so I'm going to leave my henchman alone right now, mm -hmm. hoping that you take one of them, making my decision easier. Mm -hmm. um, I still need one crew member, and I need two, one more cameo. I am going to go, and I need both my government agents. I don't have to worry about them, though, right now. Uh, for cameo... Damn. I was not expecting Cameo, a category in which there are several characters that we can just not recall <laughs> uh, to be difficult like this. Oh, man. I, I, I remember everybody. Except for, uh, never mind. Yeah. I'm going to go with, because it wouldn't make sense to bring in a Shaw when I don't have any other Shaws in my picture. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with Leo and Santos. Okay. And that's They're who? Two fast OGs as my cameo. Okay. They're two fast OGs <laughs> and they're good comic relief and they bring in an international audience. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, it is, there's still just a fast eight type cameo of a fate, if you will, excuse me. Yeah. Cameo, but still they're just, you'll love to see them. All right, you know, yeah. So that eliminates them from crew, <clears throat> and my Hattie pick eliminates her from government. Correct. I'm trying to think who else. I think everyone's still still on the table. Okay, cool. All right. So, what's your next pick? Otherwise, uh, those are my two. I had Frosty and then Leon. Okay, Santos. cool. All right, so. Man, I'm just because I want to see her drive a car. <laughs> My other crew pick is Magdalene Shaw, aka Dame Helen Mirren from. <laughs> yeah. Picking her. So is that. Yep, I got my three crew members. It's a good pick. Uh, if not just to up the IMDb score. Oh, yeah. The star meter or whatever they have. So that takes her out of uh, cameo. Yeah. 
That's what I was thinking for cameo as well. All right, All right so next pick. I got villain, or I got two henchmen, main and cameo. I'm very interested to see who you take for your main character, your second main character. Oh, it's going to be a weird pick. No, it's not. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, I mean, you have, you you have the movie that they did just like on the table still. Do what you now? Pick. You kind of cut out. You have like the movie on the table that they did. Like Shaw is right there. I know. <laughs> you could just do the Hobbs and Shaw sequel. You know, I might fucking do that. You don't know though. Um, let's see. Um, hmm. Owen Shaw. Deckard Shaw. Mose. Takashi DK. Which I wonder if uh, Takashi DK. I don't know if that's a reference to Takashi Miike, the director. Might be. Um, I'm gonna go. I got Braga as a villain, so I'm gonna start thinking about. I feel like, man, man, I still can't believe you took Braga. Like, even even like even still like. Man, with your first... God, that's fucking spicy. I know, man. It's crazy. Um, I should go probably go with... Henchmen. So... I guess... I don't know. I don't know. Shit. Calling clock. Ten seconds. All right. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five, four. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, what's her name? I know she's got some problematic tweets. <laughs> Which one? I'm going to go with uh, Agent Raleigh Hicks as a henchman. Follow uh, Gina Carano on Parlor. <laughs> oh, man. Is that my second pick? Yeah, because you just took uh, Magdalene Shaw, right? Beforehand? Yes, I did. Yeah, okay. So I am up. Uh, all I have left are two government agents and one more henchman. Uh, I'm going to go with... I was torn. I'm going to pick my henchman. I was. I mentioned earlier I kind of want you to, to take them, so it makes my choice easier. But I think I made the right decision. I was torn between... Uh, Phoenix Calderon and Connor Rhodes and I feel like taking Connor Rhodes would be too obvious because he's already been Cypher's henchman Yeah, and honestly I think that Phoenix didn't reach his henchman potential under Braga and for him to really come into his own he's got a great look and he's going to have a great oeuvre about him like learning under Brixton and Cipher, I'm gonna go with Phoenix Calderon for my third henchman, nice. my second henchman from Fast and Furious. Uh, and then my next pick uh, has to be my first government agent. Uh, I'm shocked. I am. 
I cannot overstate how flabbergasted I am that you did not take Mr. Nobody. Is that who you're picking? That is who I am picking. That's too obvious. That's why I didn't pick him. I thought about getting him. But then- What's too obvious? He's there's no he's not there's no overrating how good Mr. Nobody is in the series. Oh, I know Mr. Nobody's great, but it's too obvious that I would pick him because as we all know, Kurt Russell is probably my favorite actor. I don't I think I think honestly that would have soothed the soul of the country if he took him. I think that's just what we needed right now and you didn't do it, so I had to do it. I'm sorry. All right, you're up. I apologize that I didn't pull off a thing that everybody expects me to do. I'm sorry to surprise everybody, and I'm filling time as you pick. I'm talking. I don't that know. My, the, I don't know if I should put pick. like music over uh, when we're, we're in silence because I'm, of course, not talking while you're picking because I, I'm like, what's who's he going to pick? I'm just thinking about who I'm going to pick. I feel like we should have had a third person here to fill the time. It's it's fine, honestly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so those are my back to back picks. So you're up. What, Mister Nobody and who? Phoenix. Okay. I took yeah, Phoenix and Mister Nobody. Um. So you got both your henchmen, right, and your villain. Henchmen and villain. The whole heel side of my film is booked up. All right. So the only category that which we both haven't picked. Um. Is cameo, is that right? I have both my cameos. I have Leo and Santos and uh, the Hobbs brothers. So I'm, I'm getting a lot of value out of my cameos. Multiple people in both of my cameos. You only have Rusty selected. So you need one more cameo. Um, and you need one more henchman. And then your main character. Hmm. Love how it says and my internet connection's unstable. Get better internet, Nick. Get better internet. Sorry. I'm also like I'm muted. I'm using the space bar to temporarily unmute just so I don't have a lot of just ambient noise in the background. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So I love Zoom. It just tells you your internet connection's unstable. Like, no the fuck it ain't. I got some fast internet, dude. All right. Quit blaming Zoom. What's your pick? Oh, uh, all right. So I got to pick main henchman and cameo. Uh, yeah, that's all you have left. You have one main character left, one henchman left, and one cameo left. You know what? Just because I love seeing them pop up in these movies every now and then, I'm going with Hector as my cameo. Man. <laughs> I would have lost... Money on you picking Edwin. Do what now? I would have lost money on you picking Edwin. Edwin doesn't fit this movie, but Hector, he can be in literally any Fast and Furious movie, and you would be like, of course he's in this movie. All right. Well, spoilers for your movie. You don't have a Lazarus pit then, obviously. No, this, uh, no. Um, and for my other henchmen... Uh, hmm. You know what? 
I'm thinking James Bond, and I'm thinking Bambi and Thumper from Diamonds Are Forever. That's right. I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey as my other henchman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, two notorious turfs. (laughs) That's why they're so bad, because they're like, you want them to get their the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, they got real heat. Yeah. It's it's kind of smart in a way. Yeah. In a real in a real roundabout way. <laughs> you, you kind of you kind of fucking worked us all. <laughs> uh what do I have left? I have one crew member and one government agent left. Yeah. So these are my last two picks. Okay. All right. So uh my last crew member. Let me just make sure this is what I want to do. Yeah, this is what I want to do. I'm going with uh, Han, uh, just because we need we need somebody to be handsome in the picture. It's true. I'm surprised I didn't. T- I, that wasn't my first pick, but you know I had to get Shea Wiggum. <laughs> Nick, there's a lot of surprises from you in this fucking trap. I honestly <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if we just redo it all immediately afterwards, just so you can actually draft the cast you were meant to. Dra- you were supposed to draft. <laughs> Good God. Mel Kuyper Jr. would be fucking pissed off at you right now. I don't get that. Who's that? I don't get that reference. He's an NFL draft expert. Oh, okay. Uh, For my last pick, I'm going, uh, again, keep it within the agency and also value with the amount of people involved and uh, just good, good comedic relief. I'm going with Miss Nowhere and Gary. Gotta get Gary in the picture. Gotta get Gary in the film. And that's it. That's my draft. Uh, all that's left for you is for you to tell us who's your co-star. And then, uh, right. and and yeah, you've left us hanging. Who is Mr. Irrelevant, Nick? I'm going to go with Sean Boswell. No, I'm just kidding. I swear to God. It's going to be Deckard Shaw. It has to be Deckard Shaw. Good. I'm, I'm glad you did it. it I... <laughs> Hobbs and O'Connor, I, I still think would have been a very good choice. Yeah. But, I mean, it was it's right there. Yeah. All right. So, to recap, Nick, your cast from main characters to cameos in order are. Oh, I thought you were going to do it. Um, oh, oh, I was yeah, I was gonna let you do yours. My main characters, of course, are Hobbs and Shaw. Well done. My crew is Roman Pierce, Magdalene Shaw, and Hattie Shaw. My tech is Ramsey. What's Ramsey's last name? I don't know. You, you Tigress. But coming up here, oh my god, we are fifty-five minutes in. Um. Our villain, of course, is Arturo Braga, and flanking him to the left and right are two very problematic people who are horrible. Uh, you got Agent Riley Hicks and Kara. <laughs> and then bringing up the government is... Kara or Cara Dune? I don't know. G- bringing up in the government role, in addition to Luke Hobbs, because he never leaves the government, we got Agent Stasiak, played by my main man, Shea Wiggum, and Victor Locke, played by... Ryan Reynolds and the cameos are by Hector and Rusty. Rusty, of course, okay. is the 
head of security <laughs> slash uh, ex roadie for uh, Metallica, Rusty, who looks like he has the same facial hair as Lemmy from Motorhead. Love him. He he basically yeah he looks a lot like um, uh, Diedrich Bader's character from Office Space. Hell, yeah, man. hell no, man. Hell no, man. Well, I believe you get your ass kicked for saying something like that, man. <laughs> And what time. are yours, Rip? Uh, real quick, Rip Spix. Before I say mine, what? Uh, you didn't pick a wild card. I didn't. Who? If you had one more pick, mm-hmm. who would your wild card be? I'm gonna go with uh, my wild card. Of course, is gonna be David Strathairn as Whistler from the film Sneakers. I don't know why I asked. He's in the tech category. <clears throat> All right. My film stars Dominic Toretto and his, I already forgot again, cousin or nephew? Cousin. <laughs> cousin. <laughs> That's right, because if it was his nephew, it would fuck up the whole Jacob Toretto thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dominic and his little cousin, Tony Toretto. The crew is uh, comprised of Letty Ortiz, Han Lu, and Layla Gray. Our tech is being provided by Frosty Benson. Uh, our villain is uh, the extraterrestrial Cypher, <laughs> uh, flanked by uh, Brixton Lore and Felix Calderon. Uh, our government agents, uh, full-on shadowy Mr. Nobody, Miss Nowhere, and Gary. Please call me Gary. A little comedy bang-bang shout-out. <laughs> Oh, well, it's funny because this Gary's going to get married, too. Uh, and then my cameos are from uh, Leo and Santos and the Hobbs brothers. Hey. Despite those are the only Hobbs in my film. Yeah, that's why I thought that pick was weird, because, like, how do you explain them? And like, I don't know. But you know what? You're going to have to do that because that's why that's why you have Mr. Nobody. And Miss Nowhere and that whole agency because they just make shit happen. They're the ones that connect everything just because the simple plot device of we know how to do it. Yeah. We know who to get. We know how to get a hold of them. Oh, man. This is, I mean, we, I know my movie's great. And what I have in my head. Oh, my, my movie is, uh, is a billion dollar production. Should we take a break and come up with stuff or should we just come off the top of the dome? I I kind of came in with an idea of what it could be, and I think this works. All right. Um, Let's go ahead. So since I drafted first, uh, would you like to, to pitch your movie first? No, because I need to listen to your pitch before I pitch mine. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So we can we can take a minute. I got to go to the bathroom anyway. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And we're back. I hope you enjoyed listening to Vin Diesel's Feel Like I Do during that break. Um, do you think I should actually put that song in there? Yeah, put a clip. Oh, Feel Like I Do. He's got another song. I don't know if you've heard this one. Oh, I've heard him. No, we've heard both of them songs. Um, So it is my turn to pitch. All right. So this is the idea that I have. Hobbs and Shaw was a lot like a James Bond film. So we open up with this 
oh my god, it's a it's a of course going to open up with a car chase that happens right after Braga is busted out of jail. Love it. By who other than <laughs> Agent Riley Hicks, who is no longer an agent. She's an agent of evil. So she's still an agent. And then, of course, Kara or Kara. We don't know. Hell, this could be the Kara from Halloween 6. But no, it's Ronda Rousey, unfortunately. And they bust Braga out of jail after, after you know, he uses his cocaine money to steal, you know. To, to buy, you know, pay them to break out and be, a, you know, henchmen yeah. or whatever. Hench women. So, after this happens, we cut to opening credits on this stuff. Opening credits, of course, are done by Tyrese. <laughs> That's the music. And then um, we cut to Hobbs hanging out. Because this, this might start off as a Hobbs joint. You never know. Solo Hobbs movie. But then Victor Locke comes in there and tells him... That Braga is campaigning to get cocaine legalized. <laughs> so he decides, you know what? You should get the band back together. And who's waiting outside in a, in a cool car? That's right. Deckard Shaw. So they get the band back together. You know, all this stuff. Anyway, my idea is that they are in some foreign country. Where have we not been before? Trying to think what country we've never been to before. I mean, plenty. Uh, you know, we haven't been. I mean, God, so we haven't been to Canada. Yeah. Uh, we haven't been to any country in Africa. Well, guess what? We're going uh, to Australia. And... I've already decided. Okay. So there Braga's trying to get cocaine legalized worldwide, but guess what? His base of operations is in Australia because he, he figures they'll be far away from everything. And there, they meet up with Roman Pierce, who was on vacation. And Roman gets involved. Kind of like, uh, I don't know if you've seen The Man with the Golden Gun, but you got uh, Sheriff J.W. Pepper. He's on vacation. Well, he it, instead, it's Roman, and he meets up with them. I'm going through the entire plot. I'm sorry, just to let you know. This is not a pitch. I, this is an entire I've, plot. I've gathered that. Um, And anyway, at one point, you know, it keeps going and like they team up with Magdalene and Hattie in Australia and there's some Mad Max style car chases, which I think will be pretty cool. Um, during the whole infiltration of, uh, Braga's stronghold, we find out that, that Stasiak's there and he's, he's working undercover as a henchman. But, uh, anyway, during the fight between, uh, Magdalene Shaw and Hattie Shaw versus Ronda Rousey and Gina Carano, um, Stasiak's nose gets broken somehow during that fight. So we got a, we got a hat trick when it comes to the nose getting broken. <laughs> and um, Rusty's head of security at this uh, stronghold. and But he's like, a, he's like, they easily, in a comedic scene, talk him into, like, he's Just like. being cool, man. Being cool, man, and helping him out. And um, who else have I not touched upon? Oh, yeah, Hector uh, has a small cameo uh, as the person who, uh, he's just he's just in the background. At, you can kind of see him. He walks by, but he's in the he's in the diner at the beginning of the movie. Okay. So, you know, you know he's there, and you know he has a life outside of racing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this mm-hmm. guy's living a normal life. 
Anyway, I know it doesn't, I didn't pitch it that well, but hey, I improv most of this stuff. Hey, yeah, Stasi, I got his nose broken again. That's the important part. Yeah. And what's the title of this film? Oh, man. It's called uh, Fast and Furious, colon, nope, it's Hobbs and Shaw again, baby. (laughs) (laughs) How about Hobbs and Shaw presents (laughs) Fast and Furious? Yes. Hobbs and Shaw presents Fast and Furious, comma, baby. Oh, fast. Uh, hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I try to All come right. up with a better title, but that's it. Yeah, Hobson Shaw. Take your time. Hobson Shaw presents Fast and Furious, baby. And it's got there an exclamation. Go. It's got an exclamation point at the end. Baby! Yeah. And by the way, uh I will I'm I will make uh I would turn I would make like 3D text for both of these films and I will post it on the Instagram. So whatever your title is going to be, you're going to see it look like Fast and Furious style, like metal and all that shit. So hold me to that because I will probably forget. Just remind me Thursday. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. My film uh, is a true revenge plot. Cypher. To call true revenge? No. No. Uh, Cypher, tired of being thwarted at every turn by Dom Toretto and his family, decides she's going to put off her plans for world domination for just a little bit to focus on just taking these sons of bitches out (laughs) and clearing the path uh, for her... Evil plans. So what happens is she kidnaps uh, Tony Toretto and Layla Gray uh, and tells Dom, I got your family. Oh, sh- I got your extended family. <laughs> and he's like, again, I got your extended family. I got your third cousin. <laughs> Uh, I got your, your your second cousin twice removed, uh, and they're at this island, this undisclosed island. Uh, come and save him, hero, because she knows he's got a hero complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the help of Mister Nobody, Miss Nowhere, and Gary, uh, they locate where the island is. Dom gets his crew together, Letty, Han, Frosty up in the mix, um, to infiltrate the island, uh, as well as, of course, Leo and Santos, uh, disguised as island maintenance workers, uh, to help get them on the island. Once on the island, uh, the whole crew is rounded up and captured, and they are given cars. Weapons. And yet again, Cypher found another baby that Dom had. What? From some other broad. Who? It, that literally didn't matter. It, it actually, you find out who this kid is uh, in the short film that takes place before oh, okay, okay. this movie. Um, and says, Dominic, if you want to save this child, 
uh, you have to defeat uh, in what will then be a, a mashup for the majority of the movie. It's going to be Death Race meets Battle Royale meets The Condemned. Uh, you have to take out everybody else on this island to save your child. That includes Letty. That includes Han. That includes Layla and Tony. Uh, Frosty. Uh, and then... Uh, we got this 13-year-old kid. <laughs> that's the Battle Royale aspect of okay. it. Okay. Uh, uh, and then also uh, just to keep... Of course, they have like all the tech that gives them the advantage and stuff like that. So Phoenix and Brixton are also in there to fuck with Dom. Um, and they're basically invincible. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So that's like the main bulk of the movie. Uh, but then they like, the whole crew figures out a way to like work together mm-hmm. and thwart the, the plot. Again, these are the, the details that I, you know, yeah. we don't have time for right now. Um, and then also while they're on the island, Cypher took over this island thinking it was just a remote island. But the Hobbs brothers, because it turns out they're in America, Samoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, and turns out the Hobbs brothers were at uh, this island for a day looking for a, a hog to, to put on a spit later on for dinner. Yeah. Uh, but the island, uh, because it is Cypher after all, uh, the island is rigged to fly out of the ocean into the sky very Sokovia style. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, there's no easy escape either. Um, but yeah. And then our heroes, you know, uh, seize the day. Oh, okay. And um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the big nuts and bolts of it. That's like the setup. And then like, you know, obviously we get to where we get to. I'm, uh, I'm going to criticize both of us. Obviously mine is a sequel to a spinoff and yours sounds like a spinoff. What do you mean? This is like a full on, this is, this is a full on. This has all the main. This is Dom. You have Dom. It's not a spinoff. Yeah, I know. Dom can't have a spinoff. No. This is this is in X Files terms a monster of the week episode. It's not a mythology episode. I feel like. this is absolutely mythology. This is a, this is an episode. <laughs> this is this is Cipher having to complete this to move on to the next. This is all within. Like the main story that we've been, that we're in the middle of right now. You know, it's fun. This could be the plot to the movie to Fast Nine for all we know. I was just about to say that because in the trailers we've seen a lot of uh, island, uh, some island stuff. Yeah. Anyway. So, like, you know, who who's to say Han comes back in it? Maybe this is Fast Nine. Uh, real quick, before we go. Because, yeah, like, we got nothing else for this episode, I guess. Trying to think. Uh, well, I need the title. I need to title my movie. No, it's called it's called Nobody. Oh, how does... <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Fast and Furious presents Nobody. It's just Kurt Russell and Gary mm. having a beer together. Uh, he wants the title of your film. Uh, this is... Uh... Fast and Furious 14, quarter mile at an island time. Mm-mm. I guess I got to write that shit down. <laughs> or just, you can lose the 14. Just Fast and Furious, quarter mile at an island time. <sighs> uh, 
uh, or uh, it's Fast and Furious uh, somewhere. That's what I was trying to get to. It's like it's it's a uh, ten seconds somewhere or something like that. Quarter mile in island time. Yeah. Quarter mile on an on quarter mile on island island time. Is that better? <laughs> There's no way to know. That is such a dumb title. Uh <laughs> Quarter mile. Then I've done my job. Uh, on an island time. Quarter mile on island time. There we go. Oh my god. That just that that just makes me think that like Dom's gonna have surf lessons at some point. Oh yeah, we definitely have a surfing scene. Yeah. Oh man. So uh well. If you if you made it this far, you heard two horrible pitches, <laughs> but two very good drafts. Uh, two very good drafts. Uh, obviously, we didn't have enough. Uh, <laughs> didn't actually uh, sit for an hour and think about movies. But listen, mine's basically Mad Max meets Hobson Shaw with uh, Jane, some James Bond shit thrown in, and uh, yours is just. Uh, Twisted Metal meets uh, Crash Bandicoot. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by the PlayStation 1. (laughs) Brought to you by Sony Entertainment America, 1996. (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh, before we go, because we're only an hour and 14 minutes in, do you want to watch the big game commercial, just so you know... um, just so you can see it and get your reaction from it? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. So, Rip, what do you think of that? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, all right. We saw a lot more locales, uh, which was interesting. You're right about the big magnet. Um, Big electromagnet. The weirdest thing to me was the stock car, little stock car race, like NASCAR shit. Yeah. You think they go to Daytona? I think Danny McBride has a cameo in this movie because of that scene. Um, <laughs> maybe Dom has bought like, or one of them has bought like a stock, like a racing team. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to go legit, man. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, that, that spot seemed a lot more playful than the, uh, the original trailer. Yeah. I liked it a lot more. Yeah. That was fun. Um, I'm trying to think what else the magnet shit was really cool. That was the stunt that took, uh, eight months of planning and whatnot. Eight months. I mean, if you watch the, uh, Justin Lin posted on his Twitter, it's a pretty cool video. How, like he breaks down like how they did that stunt. Um, trying to think. We see Helen Mirren behind the wheel of a sports car. Yes. Yeah. And that's kind of weird. Yes. I I think it's because like another other none of the uh, is she the only Shaw in this movie? It's unless they are keeping that a surprise. 
Yeah. Um, well, because they are in Edinburgh. I think so. They are in Edinburgh. I like read online that they filmed in Edinburgh. So maybe she's like, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, she's there and like helps them out or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I, I, I uh, would like to imagine that um, that Magdalene Shaw and Dom have just become like good friends. Oh, yeah. Like he'll he'll just go and get tea with her every now and then. If she is not at the barbecue at the end of this film, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> not knowing what to eat. Yeah. How does she eat ribs? I want to see Hill and Mirren eat ribs. Just just that alone. No context. No movie. No movie needed. <laughs> We're going to make a... Start an OnlyFans where you just eat ribs. Oh, God. You got two subscribers right here. That's all she's doing. It doesn't have to... <laughs> Don't make it filthy. That's I wasn't making it filthy. Anything. I was going to uh, do a... Uh, make a reference to the short film Werner Herzog Eats His Own Shoe and just have a short <laughs> film called Dame Hill and Mirren Eat Some Ribs. Oh man So yeah that was a lot better Than the trailer that we got last year Yeah that was good stuff The only thing I didn't like about that trailer Is that it says uh, in theaters Soon instead of a release date Yeah I'm I'm just trying not to think about that man Yeah (sighs) Uh, Do When we close this out do you want to Each Close it out with a line from that would be from our movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So one from yours, one from mine. Okay. But yeah, uh, I don't know about you, man, but I'm good. All right. Well, follow us or follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Lathan, and I'm on Letterboxed. Just look up Nick Lathan and follow uh, the show on Instagram. Quarter mile at a time. I think that's what it is. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Um, and for me, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Rich Cammy, uh, and check me out specifically on Instagram, uh, where every single de- quarter mile at a time pod on Instagram, uh, quarter mile at a time pod, uh, and Rich Cammy on Instagram, uh, quarter every day. mile at a time pod. Every day I do the Whack Pack, where Rip rips open another pack of trading cards every single day. We raise money uh, for great causes and organizations. Right now we're raising money for the Equal Justice Initiative. At every $100 that we raise, I will chew the old gum that we find in those packs of cards. Uh, That's it for me. That's all I got. I just want to say that uh, a couple weeks ago I got Rip some uh, Moonraker cards. And the gum in that is from 1979. And it looks legit, so Rip might chew some... 40 plus year old gum it's in the gum vault so yeah who knows this gum is older than the indiana jones franchise (laughs) this gum is older than empire strikes back how many how many frosties is this gum older than oh my god four at least (laughs) are you talking about uh the character or the uh the wendy's treat the Wendy's Treat. Oh, okay. The Wendy's Treat. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. The Wendy's Treat. Um, the Wendy's Treat. Okay. So, I'm, what's, uh, what's, what's your quote that you're going to take us out on? Frosty. 
from the film uh, Fast and Furious uh, quarter time on island time. Quarter mile on island time. No, fuck. I need to change. I need to change the name of my film. And the name will also be said in the film in this line. I live my life a quarter mile at a tide. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. Well, I'm just glad that I got that shit in under the fucking wire. Oh, man. Right before the episode ends. Oh, never mind. It already ended. No! All right. And on that note, I will say... It's too much bloody sand. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe, uh, uh, what are you afraid of? Getting sand all over your cracks? Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.